What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 176 of the Bench Time podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of Wiley Scale Modeling. I almost said the old name. I've been out of it that long. I almost said HO Scale Customs. Um, so we wow. have, I know, it's crazy. You might have heard a laugh just now. We, have, we actually have a guest on, um, and we were talking before we started the show. Our last guest that we had on the show is now our, before our break, is now our first guest when we came back. So I want to introduce Doug Fiscali on our show. So thanks for coming on, Doug. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, it's been a while. It has been quite a while. So I'm sure you have plenty of updates for us. I know you got a new limited edition kit that just came out, the limited run kit. And I'm sure there's plenty of other things. I know my dad was talking about some things that are new that you've been putting up that we want to talk about too, that kind of in the detail parts world. So um, let's just dig into it. Let's see what, what you've been up to lately. Yeah, He's a busy man. Yes. <laughs> so uh, the one thing we're, we haven't seen, and I'm going to bring it up, but I was going to wait till later in the, in the show. We have not seen the firehouse. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's never gonna about that. He's never gonna let you go four or four or five times on this show. That was uh, the Ed. F- F- how do you say his name? Belize, yeah, Belize, the firehouse yeah. one. <laughs> and um, yeah. every time it's well, we're holding off because I've had a billion other listeners and well, not a billion, but a lot of people that listen to it said, "Hey, uh, when uh, there's a firehouse out there, check this one out. Check this one out." I was like. Nope. Now I have it in my head that it's that one. There's something about that design. I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. So right now, if there's a fire in our town, there are our little people are in a, a lot of trouble. So <laughs> yeah, wait, wait a little bit longer. Sorry. Yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. all right. I'm, I'm, I didn't, I'm not pressuring <laughs> you. I just wanted to ease you. Yeah, it's still on the list. It's the list is long, but it's uh, he, we're he, getting there. He's never gonna let you go, though. I know this. <laughs> um, so, that's a good reminder because I kind of forgot forgot about it. So, so tell us what you're busy before we get into the big kit. Why don't yeah. we talk about the uh, uh, what you've been doing busy wise outside of that? Because we all know how much time that takes as we going down that road on the show with you before. So what what all you have going on? It's keeping you busy outside of that kit with this, as far as, you know, I know that we've seen some casting stuff, so let's uh, maybe we'll go into that. Yeah, uh, well, a couple of things. As usual, we've still got our kit of the month series that you know, we keeping us busy um, coming up with a new kit every month, um, so that's, that's pretty time-consuming. Um, but uh, other than that, we just started doing some 3D printing this year, um, which is really a kind of a kind of a game changer for us, just as far as what we can do with our models and, and the kits and stuff. So we've, I've been focusing a lot on you know, drawing up new parts and all the 3D drawings that go with it, and then you know just getting used to all the printing and the whole workflow. It's a whole new production process. So, it's a lot. Uh, it's really exciting though. Have you now? I gotta ask yeah, now, because now I the. I gotta ask you. Go ahead, Brett. You're a 3D printer guy. Well, I'm nowhere near an expert on it, but I gotta ask. Um, do you have any funny <laughs> stories of when you were learn like learning to set everything up and had any misprints or or ones you're you're thinking they're going along really well, and then you look later and your prints all screwed up? 
Oh, I have hundreds of those. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> is, uh, isn't it frustrating I, though? You get, you get, you like walk away. You're like, all right, well, that's gonna take like an hour or two. So I'm gonna come back, and you come back, and you're like, what the heck happened to my print? There's, yeah. This is a blob. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's happened quite a bit, and I'm still learning. Uh, it's it's a big learning curve because it's it's really the, the process is not like any other process that I've done before, of course. Um, and when I forgot the first printer, I actually sat in the box for six months because I was so, you know, uh, anxious about trying it and just didn't want to get in, you know, just didn't want to deal with it. And but fortunately, I have a, a good friend of mine, Craig, Craig Luck, uh, who's, um, you, you know him from uh, Keeping It, Keep it Rusty. Uh, okay, blog yeah. And uh, he's coming out with a new kid. He was really kind of super helpful and kind of walked me through the process. We did Skype videos and, and uh, he really just, Simplified the whole process for me, so nice. Huge help. Um, so yeah, yeah. What's modeling. what's um, your also, what's your favorite yeah, part about um, about the three D printing process? Like, so I'll tell you mine, and I'll let you I'll let you go with yours. So I like um, well, everyone likes when their prints turn yeah, out really sure. good. So obviously, when your prints turn out awesome, that's the best. Yeah. Um, but what is yep. like? Do you like the design part of it? I really like when I can put, uh, I cheat and I work off of stuff I find on like, um, some of these open, open source, like free sites. And then I'll bring them into a, a right. like a blender and edit them. So I like just playing with the, uh -huh. the, the editing of the file as well. So do you have a favorite part that you like to do? Yeah. Um, I do like I like making the lines from scratch because it's just it's kind of like everything else with modeling. It's this process where you start with a blank page and it's layer upon layer upon layer. You know, like like a gas pump. Mm -hmm. You know, I did a 1950s kind of gas pump, and it's 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 a it's an Art Deco kind of design. So it's got this stepped kind of pattern on the on the on body of the pump, and but then there's rivets, and then there's trim, and then there's all this stuff, and all of a sudden it becomes a real thing, and then. You know, like magic, you print it, and there it is. You know, <laughs> it's so it's so much more immediate than other processes like metal. You know, doing the metal castings. Right. You have to machine a part in in brass on a lathe or a milling machine. It's really time consuming, of course. And this is like you know, if you think about it, you can draw it up, and then an hour later, there it is. You know? Right, and you don't have to waste your time um, with molds and a bunch of other I've stuff. I've had so many. No, yeah, I mean, you know, if you think about the space the amount of molds take up, and then you have a USB drive that has everything, <laughs> it's crazy. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like night and day, you night put, and day. But put, I've had plenty of fails, I've ripped the film on the tray, I've had resin spill out, I've had, you know, I've uh, replaced the LCD screens already, and oh, yeah. all that junk. Do you have the, um, do you have the flexible yeah. tray that when, so is yours a resin printer? They're all resin printers, yeah. Okay, yep. so I've seen some that have like a flexible. How tray. many are there? Wait a minute. How many are there? <laughs> How many printers uh, you working this week, with? This week there are five. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of addictive. It's kind of addictive. Every time I find one either on sale, I'm like, oh, that's a little cheaper than the last one. I might as well get it. So, uh, well, yeah, five five is a good a good amount to have, just because. You know, one one printer can make a couple of hundred parts, say, at the trash can, and then if you run all five at once, it's like I don't have to make trash cans for another year. You know, right? Yeah, right. Um, and if I was doing that in metal, I'd be slaving over a you know seven hundred degree pot for hours and hours. So, right. It's, uh, 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a big change. The co it's, it's, and the costs of everything with 3D printing is so much more economical now compared to, I'm sure, the old way of doing all your yeah. little detail parts. So you can just crank them out. And if you have a mistake, you're not heartbroken oh because the cost of the resin yeah. for a single mistake is not as bad as a mistake, I'm sure, with casting metal. No. No. And, you know, I started this when, you know, a few months ago when metal was at like an all-time high. Uh, it was insane. It was like 26 bucks a pound when, oh, you know, before before COVID, it was like nine bucks a pound. And, <laughs> and it, add, it adds up. It's thousands oh, yeah. of dollars a year more. Um, so this is like a huge relief. It was like just in time. Yeah. And, and the detail so, on it is, you know, remarkable. Well, that's, that's the best part. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. Um, the best example is, is an HO scale tire. Now the oh. tires can be hollow, like real tires, and they don't have the oh, yeah. Right, and they you have know, the detailed tread. Solid and, detailed tread on I'm sure. And treads, and yeah. And then, of course, you can scale up between O scale and HO if you want, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. very easily. Um, and it's funny, I was, you know, using some castings that I have, like, you know, see those clusters of like, trash cans and crap. Mm -hmm. I would paint paint one up in, in, in the new 3D part, and then I'd look at the metal one, and it looks like, like a five-year-old made it out of clay. <laughs> yeah. you know, it, 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 I was like, how, how did a month ago I think this was amazing, and now yeah. it's crap. You know, it's just... Yeah, everything's just unbelievable. so... Everything's just so um, crisp with them. Like, it's just... They look crisp. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, another cool bit... Just oh, sorry, beautiful right? to look at. Yeah, I mean, just just like beautiful objects by themselves right. before they're even painted. Right. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And 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 the other thing is, and I I'm guessing is you won't, you know, on the on the white metal castings, you had the those pore lines, the lines that you had to file down and oh, yeah. shave yeah. off. Yeah. And now with these, I don't, you know, you're not getting that. So right. uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's some some parts if you have to have supports, you know, all the little yeah. supports. Uh, you have to clip those off, and but they come off so easily, and yeah. it's not that it's not nearly as hard to clean up. Right, um, right. But uh, I, you know, the first the first mo first month I was doing it, I was doing it almost every night because I couldn't stop. I was so addicted to like, you know, <laughs> what else can I do? What else can I do? What else can I do? Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> the, the 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 best moment was when I printed. Um, we have a, there's a gas pump in the new kit and I hate making the hoses for gas pumps. You know, it's usually got a string or wire oh, yeah. or, or solder and it never looks right. So I was able to include that in the prints. The hose is already there. You don't even have to add it. Oh, um, wow. And it's so, so tiny and so to scale. It's, uh, it's incredible. That's, that's awesome. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's so cool that you, uh, you were able to, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at them right now, and you have like, yeah. there's a tire pile. You know how many tires it takes yeah. to make a pile? I know because I'm yeah. making a, I made a pile for one of your other models. I put it on on yeah. our photos, um, for Buddy's flat repair, and uh, yeah. and and I'm, I'm cut. I was cutting them out of tubes, and they turned out great and all for for what I for what I got out of it. But man, nobody. Nobody's got a tire pile like that, like the one you have on your site, <laughs> you know? And yeah. that, that's awesome. Yeah it's, yeah. yeah, it's got 50 tires or so in it, I think I counted. And then to yeah. do that in, you know, in metal, A, it wouldn't look as good. Yeah. Because um, you wouldn't have that, all the hollow tires and stuff. But uh, right. 
yeah, so it's really it's it's going to change modeling. It's just going to get better and better, which is yeah. pretty pretty crazy. The cool the cool things that I seen you printed here to me is uh, those roof uh, roof rooftop dust collectors, or any of those kind of things that you you put on the side of a building like that, or on the on the roof um, that a yeah. lot of companies don't have, or they're not there's not many out there, and um, yeah. those are those are really really cool details. That, that you make available now because of the 3D printing. Yeah. And so. what's great about those is they're, it's all one piece. You don't have to assemble it. You know, mm-hmm. I had I had made one out of metal that's similar, but it was a couple of metal parts, and I actually never even produced it because the metal was so expensive. It was so heavy and big. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like two bucks worth of metal for one one little thing. It was like, wow. you can't do it. But now, yeah. but now you can, you know, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Now, now yeah. Brett has on yeah. his on his 3D model uh, his 3D mishaps. He has made a Frankenstein piece, and he glue, he sticks them all together on one big uh-huh. uh, Frankenstein. What is that thing, Brett? What's that? The, the all my mishaps. Your, your mishaps. You glued them all together. It's like a sculpture. <laughs> yeah, I just keep them all together in like a bin, and I just keep add, I keep gluing them all into a lump. So it's yeah. not, it's for no reason other than it's just funny to me because it's like this, what, what am I going to do? Just going to throw it out. So then now I have just a pile of yeah. glued together yeah. mishaps and cars and I got some freaky looking, I tried to print HO scale people and, um, uh-huh. the people turned out quite frightening. Like they were missing <laughs> legs and they were, you know, one leg would be just like a little nub. Because it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it would just like miss a layer or two, yeah. and then it would just stop on that leg. So, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. I have, I have, a, I have a, full, I have a fun yeah, little like, fun. I have a fun graveyard, like a pet cemetery type thing of, uh, of mishaps glued together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doug mentioned was the, uh, the, the addiction of getting a, a different three D, getting other three D printers, and um, one of my friends that. Um, uh, he he moved here from Portland, Oregon, uh, just about a year ago, and he, we went to school together. But he is a jeweler. Um, he designs jewelry um, on contract for your big comp, your big companies uh, that you see in like malls and places like that. And they contact him, and then he designs these pieces. They're oh, absolutely amazing, beautiful, um, with gems and all that. But he does all that work with the pouring and all that at his house. His 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 work his workshop is is a lot like yours. It's a, it's a whole lower end of his or the basement half of his house, and um, we've been up to your shop. So it, it reminds me a lot of it yours. And he's the same way. He's constantly now. That's his. You know, he's he's basically a freelancer. But but what he does is mm-hmm. he he uses a lot of three D printers and. Um, he told me uh, the stuff you can do with them is amazing. He has the same addiction. Is yeah, he buys yeah. one, then he sees another cool one, <laughs> and he <laughs> buys that one. <laughs> so he's got like four or well, five of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, about ten years ago, I remember Jimmy Degman and I were having a conversation about three D printing. And like it's a great idea, but the uh, the quality was just terrible. You know, you could see all the lines and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, the screens on this printer are 4K, like your television. Yeah. And then it's so sharp. <laughs> and then, 
And then I, as soon as I bought the printer, they came out with one that was 8K, which is double. Oh, my. And like, oh, my God. So I had to have that one, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and it just going to go on and on. It's crazy. Right, it's right. Crazy. <laughs> so um, so. so now you're, you're obviously going to be expanding that line as you go. And um, yeah, and yeah, I, I noticed you have several different uh, packages of uh, 3D prints on your on your website, and uh, I'm looking at it yeah. now, and uh, that's really really cool that it, it seems to be growing and growing. Every time I go back, yeah. it seems like there's another page of stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, that's great. So yeah, I mean, it's also it's also helped uh, it's improved the kit of the month series because now we're able to add details. Um, you know, mm-hmm. that are kind of custom oriented to the kid, like we just did last month was a bus stop, you know, it was yeah, a small yeah. rural bus stop. And uh, we were able to do a three dimensional sign with the bus letters, but also a sidewalk with a bunch of luggage and suitcases all on one piece, you know, all printed on one. The sidewalk and the luggage is one piece, so you just paint the whole thing up and it looks fantastic. Oh, that's so cool. And, yeah. yeah, so you can make them specific to that particular kit. Yeah, and then yeah. yeah, oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. So it uh, opens up a whole bunch of a whole new, you know, whole new world of possibilities. So yeah, and a lot of a lot more time on your hands, huh? I guess it's uh, yeah. going to yeah. consume more time, but, but that's yep. all right. Okay. It's fun. Yep. <laughs> so so now on uh, on let's uh, let's jump from that if you're uh, and. Do you have anything now? We're going to get to limited edition, but do you have any other uh, projects in the works? I know you're. Uh, I know that's got to be like a big monster for you. For you got to keep those a secret, though. Yeah, I mean the big kid's going to occupy. Yeah, that's true. We don't want to give away your secrets. Let's let's skip that. Let's just go. Medium sized kits that'll come out, you know, the next month or so, so, because we haven't done that in a while. Um, but yeah, but most of our time is going to be production on the big kids. So, right, and and you yeah. also you have your hands full with the cover to three D printing, but then you also have your hands full with uh, the kid of the month club as well, which is you know always a busy yeah. thing too. Yeah, well, that's just and the, and we were talking beforehand the farm. So you have all that with the animals and then diesel. We love diesel. Yeah. I saw. And, uh, you, you actually, <laughs> I think you actually slipped diesel into. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you three D print a diesel? Or did you make? No, no. My friend, uh, modeler uh, Lauren. No, do you know Lauren Hendricks? I, I know who he is. Yes. Yeah, he's an incredible model. I, I, mm-hmm. When I grow up, I want a model just like him. I mean, his, his stuff is incredible. Um, but anyway, he had sent me a pack of prizer donkeys that he custom painted to match people's <laughs> markings. Nice. I, I, I oh, saw wow. that the other day. <laughs> I saw that while I was looking. It's a nice, a nice gift. Yeah, I was like, dang, that's pretty cool. Like, you got a little uh, little tribute to Diesel now. And you're, where, now yeah. you can pop him into any picture. I'm sure <laughs> you stuck him into a few pictures already, which was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the things, since we're on animals, one of the cool <laughs> things uh, that I noticed that you do um, is from time to time, uh, you you like to put up a kit for sale. Um, I know mm-hmm. it usually gets listed on Facebook. Uh, and yep. 
it's it's put on the eBay, and then the money that you make from that is, it gets donated to some kind of a um, you know SPCA or some a horse rescue or animal rescue type yeah. thing. And that, that's awesome. I think it's it's crazy. Is is that something you've been? Oh, can you? W- yeah. What drove you to do that? I mean, we know you're an animal lover, um, like we are. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we're we're, we're animal crazy here, and um, we also worked. Uh, both my wife Amy and I worked at uh, a horse rescue for almost seven or eight years. So um, we saw, you know, firsthand how 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 awful it gets for these animals who don't have, you know. The, the resources and the need, and they get um, there's abused animals, there's animals that almost get slaughtered, neglected, and so on and so forth. You know, just like cats and dogs and the horses yeah. as well. So, you know, we want to do whatever we can to help. So, every couple of months, every month, I'll put something on eBay, and then 100% of the proceeds go to a different animal rescue. Um, oh, that's awesome. And what's great, yeah, what's great with eBay, they have a selection, and it's you know, so the money goes direct to them. You don't even have to, like, I don't have to, like, send a check to them it's just guaranteed and kind of certified kind of thing oh that's yeah. awesome that's great that's a yeah what a great program and uh, you know because you people don't realize how how expensive it is to to rescue animals or to keep them or to find homes yeah. for them and then you have to you have to upkeep with their their medicines and everything else especially with a, a mm-hmm. large animal like a horse or something i mean i can't even imagine the cost of that it's even it's expensive just to have your own let alone to yeah. you know rescue to find homes for so yeah that's awesome yeah. I, I think it's wonderful you do that so um, oh, thanks. thanks so so are you ready to jump into the to the big kit for the because uh, i'm oh, sure, sure we were gonna post before we get started we were gonna post questions like we've done in the past with the listeners okay yeah. but i know every one of those questions would have been involved, especially this last week, is going to be involving this this uh, kit, you know, the the limited edition kit. So um, we decided we uh, we we were not going to post the because uh, they're going to ask the same questions over and over and over again. And uh, yeah, so that's why we didn't do that, folks out there listening. But uh, it is Axel Road, and I want you to tell us. Though the first thing will be, it's beautiful, by the way. I have here of it, Perfect. and uh, as they are every year, and like I said, I'm in the middle of building the uh, um, Atlas uh, Gorge right now. But uh, yeah. and we've built some of your other ones, but every single year you seem to outdo yourself, and <laughs> it gets better and better. Uh, what what? Uh, obviously, this one looks to me like it's an automobile type of theme uh get into it for us yeah i mean it's all it's all auto related um structures and businesses and uh centered around a gas station um but and there's a bigger mill not a mill type building but it's an automotive parts manufacturer and some other places but uh, i'd wanted to do it for a while but um of course to do it the way i wanted to do it i couldn't but it, so the 3d printing is a big part of why i was able to do this kit um, as far as the details, you know, uh, mainly the, the tires and like in the tire shop, there's a, there's a vintage tire changer, um, which is just a unique detail. And some of the signage is 3d printed and, um, you know, all these things kind of came together at the same time I was working on what the big kit would be for the year. Uh, 
So that was a big help. And, you know, it's like sort of the same process as I usually go through, which is go through old books and old photographs and searching the internet and going around town, looking at real buildings. And, you know, it's usually one building that starts the whole thing to find and, you know, or one detail. So what so, was that thing that started it this um, yeah, time? And it, uh, the building on the kit that's the uh, Corbett tire shop, it's got a big cornice. And it's got a bay window on the bottom. It's green with the asphalt shingles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, anyway, there was a photograph of a very similar building in New York. And it just went from there, you know. Um, and uh, as usual, it just gets bigger and bigger, probably bigger than it should be <laughs> for, for the price and all that stuff. <laughs> it's, 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 it's hard to stop and you want it to look a certain way. and you know. Um, but... Uh, yeah, the 3D printing was a big help because I was able to include a lot more detail than usual um, and some unique details and, you know, like the there's an engine hoist with an engine block, so, you know, to do that in metal would not look as... Uh, you could do it in metal, but it'd probably be everyone would think it would be thicker. And right. Less, uh, you know, less to scale. Um, so this is to scale exactly, and uh, it just looks more real because of it. The tire uh, press is insane! I'm zoomed in on that tire press. Oh, my word. Yeah, I love that thing. (laughs) (laughs) What a a cool... Uh, And even... even, Yeah, it's neat. It's unique. Um, And, like, if you look at the gas station, there's the island with the gas pump. Uh Uh-huh. And there's an an oil high boy next to it. And then there's two pedestals that hold the columns. The island, the pedestals, the gas pump, and the high boy are all one piece including the, the hose to the gas pump, like I mentioned before. Oh, wow. Right. So it just... And it's not a piece it just of string. Makes it, uh, no, no. <laughs> no, and usually usually the posts would go to the ground. You wouldn't be able to do those architectural pedestals, mm-hmm. right. you know, which are, are nice. And it just adds a little, just another layer of character. But um, the biggest, the biggest, uh, the, the most fun piece to me on the gas station is the wall with the hubcaps. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Isn't that cool? So the so the corrugated wall and the door and the hubcaps are all one piece. That's all one piece of three D printed. Wow! So to do hubcap to do hubcaps before we just didn't do them because they're too small. Yeah. Um, pe- people have used like sequins from craft stores, but that's mm-hmm. exactly what they look like. They look like sequins. Right. So these are two scale. And there's different shapes and different kinds on the wall there. Um, and it just, you know, um, you know, and what that's all one piece. Right I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, just the targeted section. Yeah. It's like an inch and a half square. Okay. I see it's got the, the door, the door, the, the hubcaps and the corrugated wall. Yeah. Right. Oh, that that's is right. so cool. And, and <laughs> I, I saw that on the photo before. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, that's okay. When I watch, when I look at your stuff, I get all excited and I start jumping. I've been, I've had a million questions since last week. So, but um, yeah, that's now with with the um, uh, the the kit itself. There's a there is the lift. That's that yellow lift, right? Is that what you were talking about earlier? Oh, the the engine hoist, yeah. And that's the engine hoist. That's it. I'm the I'm the I'm the about the least mechanically inclined guy when it comes to the vehicle. But uh, <laughs> now that is all. That's a, also a 3D resin piece, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Sorry. I'll, I'll, you go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, so those those are the details that before there's no way I could have done it. You know, um, I mean, you could have, but it wouldn't have looked nearly as nice as, as these these details. So um, you know, and it's, it's like anything else with modeling. When you learn a new technique or a trick, it just motivates you to go even further. And this the the, the details itself were this whole new motivating factor. So mm-hmm. um, it really kind of pushed the kid along this year. It was, it was a lot of fun. Nine buildings. Yeah, uh, nine assists. Yeah, seven of them can be standalone. Well, there's a couple that you build in between two other buildings, but uh, seven right. can be built by themselves. So, and if you're creative and you wanted to make those standalone as well, you could just add some mm-hmm. extra wall to it. And uh, I'm yeah, guessing, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, and of course you can break this up. You can make three dioramas out of it, four or whatever you know. Um, because there's, there's sort of three blocks of buildings, uh, and they can all be separated. And, right, that's um, so cool. You know, so I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever Jason Jensen's going to do with it because it's gonna be <laughs> completely different, completely different from the photos, which is great. He probably bought uh, four yeah. of them, and he's going to make yeah. a, a a monster out of it. <laughs> well, here's yeah. my problem, Doug. Here's my yeah. problem with your kits. I love <laughs> your kits, and and especially these limited editions. And when I when I first see them, just like now, I get all excited, like I was saying, uh, because I, I love talking about them and looking at the photographs of how you model it. So uh, in, there are times I like to build things on my own and, and make them entirely different. However, with these, with a lot of your kits or builds, I tend to, my take is because your modeling is so good and you're good at displaying the way you do when i get it i i want to because it caught my eye and grabbed me okay and i've talked about this on the show before um but because it caught that's what i fell in love with when i decided i want to build that kit right so yeah yeah. for me when i like like this like the atlas gorge right now I'm making it almost identical to what you've done. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, yeah. and I'm posting pics online, and I'm going, Doug, if Doug sees this, he's going, he's got to be sitting there going, Todd, Todd's trying to make that look exactly like I did. And I, and I am. And it, I, it's because I, it's what it's what attracted me to that kit, you know? So, yeah. but yeah. the fact that I mean, Jason can take it, anything, you know, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's why if you look at uh, every uh, Emporium Seafood by Fine Scale Miniatures that was ever built, most of them are built the way George built it because we loved it so much. We wanted exactly yeah. the same thing. You know? Exactly. Um, yeah. Why? Why? Why would you change George's? You know, it's, uh, <laughs> that's exactly. It's what you said. Right. You fell in love with it when you saw it, and you're like, I want it just like that. So I'm going to. Yeah, do that. I want that all my life. It's also like a fear yeah. of. It's yeah. also a fear, and we've talked about this before. It's a fear of. Worried that you're worrying that you're going to mess it up if you do something not the way it was pictured. Yeah. So like you're like, yeah, well, no, it looks like yeah. poop, and then I don't want to. <laughs> oh, man, what? A, I, I messed it up. You know? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing when you're picking the colors for the buildings. You know, mm-hmm. it helps to have a reference or something. So most of the time, I just pick white. You know, and if I do another color, I'm like, I don't know about that. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. You know. Just, just paint it white and be fine. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's nerve-wracking to stray from, you know, 
yeah. say from the usual. So. It's nerve-wracking to do what Jason does and make everything blue and green. Or, or uh, what, would be the, what would be the color? It would. It's like aqua green. I've never seen guy take aqua or 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 one of those Mediterranean blues. And they and look good. Do yeah. so much with yeah. it, and they look different every time. But it's bluish. You yeah. Know? Well, I already told him that that aqua blue. I already told him just call it Jason blue. Jason blue. <laughs> Jason blue. <laughs> but if I did that, it yeah, would look like. Uh, if I did that, yeah. it would look. It would look like garbage. You know, it, it, Jason's just yeah. Jason's well, just not afraid you know, to pick a color and just go, and it turns out awesome. Yeah, no, I'm sure he's a paint paint an industrial building pink, and it's so <laughs> nicely weathered. That you're like, yeah, that's right. That looks fun. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, we and I tease him about it. We talk on the phone periodically throughout the year, uh, and yeah. uh, we'll call each other, and he and. Um, you know, I've I've teased him many times about his blue. I was like, "Hey, you made another blue one," you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's that's uh, that's great. Anyhow, um, so so the 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 buildings. So let's 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 start describing some of the different buildings that you have and and the uniqueness mm-hmm. of them. Obviously, all your buildings are unique, but um, we'll kind of go around the. Looks like it. The, of it is kind of like a kind of like a, a circle in a way yeah. or a cul-de-sac yeah. or some kind or a back road with a front road. And uh, yeah. so you're, okay. So let, I'm going to let yeah, you so just go to so town. Sure. Yeah. So there's a gas station uh, and a cafe that's sort of, let's call it an island. That this, the road goes around and um, mm-hmm. that's sort of a, the front focal point. Um, and then another nice detail, um, if you look at the photos from the gas station and the other end of the cafe, there's both two new 3D printed uh, signs, one for the cafe and one for the gas station. And usually, you know, a sign like that would have been laser cut and a couple of different pieces with the letters. And this is able, this is all in one piece, mm-hmm. which is also nice. So, um, again, it's, it's the 3D printing stuff is fun. The, but the 3D print, yeah. the, oh, sorry, the 3D print of the pump on the gas station is the most yeah. detailed, maybe one of the most detailed gas ho scale gas pumps i've seen um and again that's a that's a account that's a attributed to your 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 uh, nice. 3d printer so it i'm lo- sorry it, it, it looks even better in o scale i have it in o scale as well and oh. then you can see the rivets and all the stuff and uh and it's pretty cool um anyway so there's a gas station um and it's got tons of detail and uh, it's two stories, so it's it's kind of big and bends at an angle. Um, the cafe is a little wedge-shaped building, and it's got a nice big chunky uh, HVAC unit, um, another 3D printed part. <clears throat> um, oh, you know what? One of the best 3D printed parts I have on here that I love is a roof hatch. I don't know if you saw the roof hatches. I was looking through the parts, and I saw that. that that's pretty awesome. Yeah, so there's two that are closed and two that are open, and it's got a you know the gasket arm. It's like a metal kind of hatch, like a fire safe hatch, and um, it just kind of hole in the roof and uh, it looks really it looks really neat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see uh, it now. Yeah, yeah, and Dang. then so then there's the big building behind it is the the largest structure on the building. It's an automotive uh, manufacturer of parts, cast parts. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a mill building. And, you know, the whole thing is designed so you, you don't really have to do the automotive theme. I mean, all these buildings other than the gas station yeah. right. uh, can, 
pretty much be any other kind of building you want. You know, this could be a waterfront scene. It could be uh, anything. Um, but then there's the there's um, uh, the tire shop, which I mentioned is sort of from a photograph. Um, but it's also got a, a caged in, uh, I guess, a garage, an open air garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like a chain link kind of wall around it, um, front and back. And it's nice because it's a, it's a negative space between two buildings, but it's fun because it's got all the details in it and you can see it through the layers of the chain link fence. Um, oh, yeah. which is you know, some laser cut, laser cut framework and some, some, um, fabric mesh. Um, yeah, that is cool. I think one of my other favorite detail parts, Doug, is the the on the mm-hmm. top of the cafe. You have a yeah. You have a wind. You have an air conditioner, an old air conditioning unit up on yeah. top. I love that thing. Yep. Oh, thanks, thanks. And if you if you look through the vent, there's actually a fan blade underneath the layer of the. <laughs> uh, it's hard to see, but it's, but it, but it's there. Yeah, I can um, if you actually. When I hover on the picture, I can see it faintly. I'm sure in person it's better. Yeah, it depends on the light and everything, but it's just just knowing it's there is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you look closely, you also see there's there's conduit, uh, little you know where there'd be some cables and stuff routed into boxes and oh, yeah. small little details like that. Um, just incredible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you can see how every building I got to kind of changed my modeling a little bit, thinking, you know, what what can you do here? What can you do here? Um, and it just it just evolved into something different. Uh, so there's a there's a tire shop. There's a auto glass repair next to that. Um, there's a, a place for installing car radios. There's a, a guy who does collision work at the end. And then on the other side, there's another sort of a mini manufacturer of auto belts and hoses, a clapboard building mm-hmm. with a brick structure next to that um, for springs and suspension. So I tried to cover, you know, all different aspects of, of uh, automotive stuff. You have, um, you have almost every material too for building like exteriors. You have board and batten, you have brick, you have a stucco exterior, you have clapboard, you have and I, the the siding type is escaping my mind, but it's like a larger siding on the Bergen Autoglass. Um, what would you board call it? Board by board. Board by board, yeah. And uh, it's good or scribe siding, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so you have yeah. like the largest variety I think that you could put possibly put in here, and and you have your you have your shingle siding one too, so. There's not a yeah. there's not yeah. a lack of different yeah. textures for deciding of buildings here. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's always a challenge, you know, making these kits. Is like how many how much more clapboard can you do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like ninety percent of them are clapboard, and it gets a little monotonous sometimes. So yeah, gotta, I love the little stucco. Out a way to, the little stucco storefront for the auto radio place, Warren Radio. No, it's it's only like two inches wide, but it's such a nice little. Yeah, I love it too. It's, it stands uh, out. Uh, just the scale of it. Yeah, even though it's tiny and, and small. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you look at the the big stock building, the automatic the, the manufacturer is a second story um, where the doors are open. It includes an interior, like a four sided interior with a floor and a ceiling. Oh yeah. So you can look put the doors open so that's included there 
And it's just, it's just a box you assemble, you know. Um, and it'd be, you know, I know not, not everyone does lighting, but there are, there are a lot of guys now who do lighting with the LEDs, and it's the perfect spot for that. Oh, yeah. Um, I like that. It just adds the, the big... Um, it adds a whole the new big dimension. Green it adds a whole new dimension into the side of that building, rather than just being yeah. two dimensional and having it just be a, a a side. You actually have it. It adds a lot more depth yeah, to you, that one wall. Yeah, the truck tire building, the truck tire vulcanizing all sizes. On the side yeah. of that, what is that siding? It's like an um, octagonal siding. I've never seen one like that. It, it's I mean, like a fish. I think I call it a fish scale. For, oh, okay. For it's shingle. like shingles. Yeah, I know. I understand yeah, that, that. That's how they would do it. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've used yeah. the fish shingles, the fish scales on the side of buildings. That doesn't look. That looks like a. I just like the shape. It's a type of shape than the fish. The yeah, normal so fish. Scale. Six. It's a hexagon, I guess. It's six. Hexy, yeah, 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 yeah. That's nice. Yeah, and then it. Yeah. If you look at the roof, the roof of the main building, there's a big skylight on the building, the back, uh-huh. behind right. the sign. But that's a 3D printed one piece, and it comes with uh, the laser cut acetate. So the triangles of acetate are already fit to just pop them in there and glue them in. Oh, nice! So it's another another opportunity for lighting if you if you do it. Um, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Glowing skylight would be neat. Yeah. How long did it take you to come up? To to think of this, and then oh, I usually ask you this every time we do this this particular type show. Uh, how long does it take you to from beginning thought process till you had it modeled and in your head? Or how long ago since you released it? Now let's answer the first question first. Uh, I started sketching it in November or December. <laughs> And then, and then we usually go on vacation in February uh, to someplace tropical, and I try to finish it, spend the whole week on the beach or the pool doing it, you know, until I get every single building kind of figured out. Mm-hmm. And that usually works, and then this time it didn't work. Uh, the gas station was much smaller. Um, two weeks before I finished it, I came up with this new gas station. It was just like a small shed. It was kind of boring. <laughs> And uh, there were two days where I just couldn't figure it out what the answer was, and you know, I was just like ready to scrap the whole thing. And, but it happens every time. I always, I think I told you before, I usually hate it eighty percent of the way through building it, and I think it's a big, you know, it's a big turd, and it's, it's, I just want to smash it to bits and all that kind of stuff. And then, all, then but then there's a moment where you're like, okay, I got it, I got it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's like it's like reeling in a fish. You just you think you're gonna lose it, and then you finally yeah, you get it. It's it's really really cool. Uh, that building I told you about with the the shingles on the side, um, the 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 front the storefront. Um, I mean, we see lots yeah. of storefronts, and 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 you know, we you you've put lots of storefronts out yourself, but this one has a mm-hmm. unique little bay window type thing on the front that is yep. really really cool, and it's something you don't see enough of. And, uh, I, yeah. in fact, you, I, I've seen it on maybe one or two of your other kits, but not like this. This is really, mm-hmm. and that just, that's so just, again, that's, that's 3d printed. That's one piece. Oh, wow. The whole bay window is one piece. So you don't have to assemble that. 
I don't have to put like 6,000 little I, pieces together to get it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I mean, I've done it in some other kits where you have to like put these little layers and you know, mm-hmm. these big gaps between the angles and it, it looks okay, but this is this is a whole different kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and the, the cornice on top of the building was in 1912 and all the, that's, right. that's all one 3D printed piece as well. Yeah. Hey, I'm not knocking the ones where I'm not locking the ones where we had to stack them by layers. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them turned out amazing. The one, the ideal hosiery one on the front of that, when I built that, yeah. uh, that was, that was one of those storefronts that just turned out amazing when you did that. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a cool process too, but the 3D is yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 It makes a big difference. It does. Cool. And again, it just, it's opening, opening up possibilities, you know, Right, um, things I would have never that I want to do, but I was like, oh, I can't. I don't know how to model that, you know. So I yeah. skip it. You're right, and, and it, to rethink everything. And the cool thing about that is, and I, it's probably a hard decision for you, I'm guessing. And, and uh, I don't want to go down a big rabbit hole with this or nothing, but but when you're designing this, you have to think about. I mean, that piece is beautiful, and I and, and, and you know. It's it's neat. Uh, there's 3D printed like that, but you got to wonder how much of that, how many big things like that you want to do. Overall, it's a model, right? So you yeah. you you want to you want them to be able to build it. So if a if you know if you made the whole if you made a lot of things one whole piece, well that's you right. know it's it's not going to yeah, be quite the same. The right. right, right. You still want to put but, you still want to be responsible for putting it together. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so exactly. This, I think, yeah. You, you guess you have to be a little careful, and you just want to use the three D printing to enhance something, or yep. just uh, something that would be so tedious and frustrating, like like making the bay windows would just. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's it, it, yeah. It's a it's a modeling experience, but it's really not enjoyable because it's so hard. You know, so I built a plastic model. Yeah, I made a plastic model with a bay window recently too, and uh, it wow. was like a, a corner store type thing was uh, one of those Walders kits and then I painted it up to make it look you know more realistic but it had those bay windows on the front and it was made out of plastic and I was pulling my hair out trying to get the edges to match up and oh it yeah. was it was a nightmare so this is that's pretty yeah. cool on something like that you almost want yeah that's that's cool yeah yeah so you know it's kind of like when I guess when laser cutting came out you know, you can start laser cutting everything, but you still want to be able to build a model. You can't, right. you know, there's, it's, um, there's no point in 3D printing an entire structure. Right. You're just painting it. You know, if you had all four walls in the roof, they'd be like, well, what the hell am I doing? You took laser cutting to a different, a different world though. Um, with some of your past, um, your, your past limited edition kits. And that was the big sheets of laser cut. Um, what is that? It almost looks like Manila, but it's a little stiffer. I don't know what that material like is. Oh, laser, laser board. It's like a resin. laser board. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's laser board. Yeah, it's like a, it's a resin material. Basically. And you've yeah. made some incredible details that you've got to actually build, and then when you're done, they be, they turn out amazing because of it. And it's it, and they're usual unusual objects. It's not just like you know windows and doors, although there are some of those too. But they yeah. on every one of those kits over the last bunch of years, li- recent bunch of years um you've put those in there and you've you've created them to where that detail that you get may take a couple pieces but it's going to mm-hmm. turn out great and and not a lot of not a lot of uh 
you you were one of the first ones. There's some people doing it now. You were one of the first people to break into that that I saw uh, to be able to mm. to to. In my opinion, I think it's it shows your creativeness as a designer, um, as you were able to put that together in your head, give it to us as builders, and say, hey, this is gonna be a cool piece. Once you start putting the pieces together, you know, and this mm. is what you're gonna get out of it, and. And uh, yeah. I, I, I I always think that's cool when you do that. I mean, anyhow, I went down the rabbit hole. Anyways, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's the other challenge. It's it's one thing to build something, but then you have to make it so someone else can build it too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, scratch building is a whole different thing, and everyone probably builds differently. But if you're going to put it upon someone to build it, what you made, you've got to make it. You know, simplify it and. Because you know it's it's frustrating to to build these tiny things if they don't work or don't look as good. You know, one example is the, and, and it's still frustrating for me or anybody is making the little dormers. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know you've got them on on Atlas Gorge on the tower and, and around the mansard roof, and they look great when they're done, especially when there's a bunch of them. But it's mm-hmm. so tedious. So <laughs> I, I consider three D three D printing them, but I don't. It just I don't think it would look as good because. You know, yeah. start mixing clapboard, uh, plastic clapboard with the wood clapboard. You're not going to be able to lift the boards, and you're not going to be yeah. able to, you know, stain the wood as opposed to painting it. And so, but no, I did not find those. I didn't find those dormers that they, they were not. They weren't. I didn't think they were real hard so much as the hardest part oh, of that. Time consuming. Time consuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The time consuming part was putting them rows of colored shingles on. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then, and then putting the dormer on so you make sure that because once the, the shingles were on, um, then you got to make sure that the dormers are the same at the same height across that um, that that type of roof, that mansard roof. Um, yeah, and, and make sure they're all level and even. And I was having trouble with that, so I had to pull I had to pull them off a couple of times and put them on. But I noticed this one. This one doesn't have as many dormers on it. This one, this kit. Here. Yeah, I think it's only, it's only two or three or something like that. Yeah. 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 Hey, Brett, I was yeah. thinking about this kit. Yeah. We live in our town here. We live in, and I live in, is Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. I know. So, so this is like the perfect this is like the perfect thing for Mechanicsburg. Oh, although there's not that many mechanics in here. I know. But, well, uh, yeah. The, the the story of our That's town, funny. Doug, was there was a this the Susquehanna River runs through our right through our region here. And um yeah. there was a bunch of old ferry boats was laid across the into the the east uh-huh. shore. We call it the east shore. Um our area is very separated, which most regions are. Our area is very separated by east shore, west shore, and it's this stupid river that uh-huh. like keeps these people in our area from like oh we don't go to the west shore we don't go to the east shore um it, it it's a dumb river and it takes yeah. a minute to cross it but it it's such a divide in our area right. as far as like yeah no you don't go over there we don't yeah it's not the we don't go to the east shore it's it's but, a mile wide river so yeah well yeah but i mean on the highway it takes you a minute a minute to cross it right, but it's right, just so exactly. funny that yeah and 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 it's actually become two ecosystems because everything you need is on either side but anyways Right. Um, the 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 old story with Mechanicsburg was it was a, a town along the way up, going north to cross the river. 
you would stop in there with your wagons and your and your older horse-drawn and non-gasoline-powered vehicles in the past and get right. your wagons and everything buggies fixed before crossing over into the into the other side of the the river on the east shore or going north up into further into PA up like once you, there's less it's a less populated area north of us still so back then it would be like yeah. the, one of the last stops before you cross further north so it's kind of a cool little history of our town it was uh named after you know the the plethora of mechanics that were in our region as a stopping yeah. point yeah yeah, well, then this kit's, the kit's perfect for that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, are you are you near the Juni, are you near the Juniata River by chance? Yes. So, so far, that's yeah. that's about a half an hour north of us. Um, on top of okay. our on yep. top of our county is Perry Perry County, and then um, north of that is Juniata County. So that separates the county above us. It separates those two counties. Um, but we always make a joke. Yeah, I, I've heard people around my area say like. The people from Cumberland County make fun of the people from Perry County, because uh, it's like you know a little bit more a uh, little bit more rural, a little bit more backwoodsy, uh-huh. and then the people from Perry yeah. County make fun of the people from Juniata County once you cross that river. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah so, now, isn't that isn't that every town and country next to each other? Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, the next mountain over. You don't want to go over there. Uh, but so, how yeah, are you familiar yeah. with the Juniata River? Uh, we used to have a place in um, the Juniata River when I was a kid, when we were like, when I was like three to five years old. Oh, awesome. We had a summer place well, know, in, in Newport, in Newport. Oh, yeah, that's oh, not yeah, far from us. Oh, yeah, we know Newport, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Near, I have uh, relatives in Newport. Buffalo, Buffalo you know Little Buffalo, Buffalo State Park is? Yep, Little Buffalo State Park. Yep. Yeah, it's about 40, 45 yeah, minutes from me. Yeah, I was there every summer at the pool there, so. Nice. That's a, that is a beautiful <laughs> yeah. area. That's a big though. pool, too. Uh, it was when I was three. I don't remember, I don't remember <laughs> quite, too much, but yeah. I think they've remodeled it a couple yeah. times. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I mean yeah. that area is awesome, and also the Juniata River. There's like the West Branch Juniata and the East Branch. There's like it seems like everywhere you go in PA, there's some version yeah. of the Juniata River because um, I and same <laughs> with the Susquehanna River. It, it there's a West Branch and a East Branch of that. So like I the other weekend I was up way north of like almost up near the New York border west of where the regular Susquehanna River is and on the on the map said Susquehanna River and I'm like what the heck like this is not this yeah. can't be and then it, it's just another fork so the Juniata is very much like that where it, it forks all over the state yeah but yeah that's cool so, hey you, so I didn't realize you had lo- some local ties to us that's pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah. I still have cousins there that have been there for all since we were there years ago. So. Sweet. Well, if you ever visit those cousins, let us know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. If you ever come down here and visit them, let us know. We'll all get together and go do something um, for sure. The um, yeah. Hey, uh, on the on – the, uh, back on the kit, the one – the cafe. It's a yeah. little corner cafe. It looks like there's a whole mess of uh, character to that. Is you always seem to throw like a cafe into every one of these things, or some <laughs> kind of eatery um, of yeah. some type. And uh, so, uh, any any is there any unique logic to uh, your selection of your buildings outside of 
the fact that they're all, you know, uh, like on each of your other limited kits, you had um, uh, like the mills that you did the last two. Those there, yeah. you had, um, it, they were based on, you know, actual mills that you, yeah, I mean, with some variation mm-hmm. and such. And, yeah. um, you know, is there, is there something here that, that was based off of something prototype, but it's not necessarily prototype? Uh, not really. Um, other than the, the tire shop, um, you know, it's right. One building is from 10 buildings, if that makes sense. You know, okay. Gotcha. Um, I, it's all bits and pieces basically. Okay. Okay. Um, and when I was sketching the big building, I had a problem because when I, after I looked at it, I was like, this looks familiar. And it looked exactly like Atlas Gorge. Like, oh, no. <laughs> just, a, just a different, you know, the towers over here, the things over here. So right. I have to force myself to, to to go further. You know, you're always going to kind of push yourself away from what you're used to. Right. Um, so it's just, a, it's just a mental exercise, and you just kind of, you know, you got to realize it and um, just keep going. So, okay. Uh, but there's always a food place because they're fun. I don't know. There's not another reason. <laughs> you know, there's usually there's always if you if you like the era that that we model, which is the mm-hmm. 40s, 50s, 60s. Yeah. The signage was much more interesting. The logos were interesting. The colors were interesting. Right. Um, you know. You know. Uh, I, I I admire the guys who modern present day because I couldn't stomach making a Starbucks in HO scale. You know, um, so it's it's I can't, I can't even picture it because you know it's, this stuff looks so much better. The designs right. were so much better. The architecture was so much more interesting. Right. Um, and uh, you know, this is always just a, every every kit a celebration of all that stuff. So I, I, I used yeah. we used to try and and uh, with our with our layout especially. Now we used to worry about. Well, let's keep everything in 1939 to 1945. We've abandoned yeah. that, and we've gone to, yeah. <laughs> hey, if it's between 1920 and 1960, we're okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have the same problem on my layout. So. Yeah. Because because yeah. there's so many things you you only have so much room. You know, so yeah. you have to you have to be able like you want to be able to put your favorite type things in. So. If it's going to be, as long as it's not overly, you know, obvious that it's not, you know, you can make a, you can make a building from the fifties and sixties look like it fits in the thirties and forties. No problem. Yeah. You know, and and if it it might only just be a sign change or whatever, but, but, um, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I've been modeling, uh, you know, I set out to model like 1972. You know, mm-hmm. like, well, there's some engines that came out from Amtrak and Conrail in the mid-70s. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'm 1975. And now <laughs> I'm 1979, you know, just to, to, to include all this stuff. And uh, it's just a, one of the many things you do when you're making a, a model railroad. So Right. Uh, but I came to the same point. It's like, you know, I don't care if I have this locomotive on here and it wasn't made yet. I just, <laughs> I, I just want it and who cares? You know? Yeah. yeah. And that's, I think that's where, where we're at now. How about it, Brett? Definitely. Yeah. We yeah. got to the point last, yeah. uh, last time we were down there at his place, uh, we were working on the layout and, 
No, don't get me wrong. We we do like to train for the just to have a train on. Okay, but for yeah. us, it's about making the city and the detail and all that. Well, we yeah. had one curve that was it was going uphill, and uh, it went to like a spur with some industrial buildings and such, uh, plants and mills, and then it came to a dead stop. And um, but we uh, we needed a road. Okay, and it, and so we ripped the whole track. <laughs> we ripped the track out around that curve and turned the whole curve into a road going uphill to the uh, to it. And you know, it, it's just a matter of um, uh, you just it you you want to you got to create it for what you need and and uh, mm-hmm. you know what what you're looking to do with um yeah. You know, so what if it if it didn't have this particular this this track yeah. we put some abandoned track up at the very end okay so uh-huh. it looks like it was it was a it was at one time a uh, track that went uphill and around the curve mm-hmm. and into this little industrial area now it's just now it's just trucks that can use the road uh, to get to the same yeah. buildings you know with a, with some dead track. And um, yeah, and you know what? And that's and that's fun. It's fun to be able to to do what you actually want to do, and it doesn't necessarily have to make sense all the time, um, all the time, you know. Yeah. But yep. well, I I've always I always admired Jason Jenkins' track plan because he mm-hmm. he has zero turnouts. It's just track, <laughs> it's just a loop, and he doesn't have to think about all the you know would this be a siding over here or would this be like, no I don't care I'm just I just want the trains to go in a circle. Yeah. You know, so and that's what ours does. It just goes in a circle. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's perfectly fine. You know. Yeah. Right. Why? Why wouldn't it be? You yeah. Know, if you want to make yeah. uh, hundreds of turnouts and track, and that's fine too. But right. And one of the granddaughters want to look at it, and they, you know, they'll come down and they'll see it, and they'll go, "Hey, we want run the train, run the train." You know, so you got to have that there uh-huh. for them. Oh yeah. And hey. Yeah. I admire the heck out of people that that uh, that really put the work into to doing all the train, the train work and the track and you know all that yeah. that they yep. do. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just yep. not it's not our bag, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, but but um, yeah. one of the cool things that I noticed this the design of the overall diorama that you've built out of this can uh, fit on just about any anywhere like any level area. You know that you want, or well, yeah. whatever. I mean, I'm sure you could change that, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's completely flat, mm-hmm. um, which is un- unusual for me. I usually don't do flat, um, but the way this this didn't make sense that these places would be in some place with you know hills and um, yeah. So, but I also know it's a challenge for some some modelers are just they will just kind of get turned off by all the multi levels and and the waterfalls and you know all that junk. Right. Um, so this is this this is presented in a way that you know you don't even have to think about that. Just make it flat. So um, and and, and it can be me, put anywhere. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Any anywhere, any era doesn't matter. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like like with uh, with ours, we've taken uh, Atlas Gorge, which is kind of interesting. Well, I'm, I'm kind of working on it now. I have all the foam. Uh, stacked up like it needs to be 
and the billies are just about done, but I'm about ready to start doing the gorge. And we put it on our layout to where, you know, you had the, on um, Rush Rock Falls, you had the river yeah. that goes on either side of the mill. So what we did was where the one river goes off the side of the layout is where this river it, from the gorge is going to dump into right there. Oh, it's going to, so one's the one, the river is going to feed both the, both mills, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. And yeah. then, and then dump into it dumps into the Harbor. So it's, yep. it's really neat the way you designed these things through the years to where, um, they have, they have unique purposes like that. If you want to go that route, but every one of your kits also gives you the ability to put it in any type of landscaping design. Okay. If you wanted yeah. to build this thing on a hill, these would be very mm -hmm. easy to put in any configuration to do so. Yeah. So that's what I did with, um, yeah. the terminal. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're, I took the terminal kit and I actually put it onto a hill. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So, just, just something you know. To, it's it's actually I think we talked about this when we talked about what we did with the terminal with you, Doug. Was um, yeah. The the and 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 the buildings that you actually were talking about earlier had that uh, don't have any sidewalls and they adjoin other buildings. Um, yeah. Because I had to elevate them. Now those sidewalls that would have normally been non-existent, I had to create. So, um, fortunately, it worked out where they, they they were either stucco or clapboard siding. So I was able to to fudge them a little and make an extra little wall piece. But you know, people need to realize that you know not everything. We've talked about this with modeling in general with you and with other people that. No matter where you put these uh -huh. buildings, they're not all always going to sit on the perfectly flat plane unless you live in, like, Delaware. So, yeah. <laughs> or you live in, like, the yeah. Oklahoma or somewhere on the Midwest. <laughs> so, the yeah. it, it's important to kind of add some elevation. And you might have to fudge some of the, the walls a little bit to make it believable and work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we've been to Oklahoma. So, if you're trying to, if you're trying to build... Uh, Oklahoma, uh, it's not going to be difficult. <laughs> you won't need any hills. <laughs> no. 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 I think the only um, hill I saw when I was out there was the overpass over the highway. This this kit yeah. this kit has more signs than I think I've ever seen on any of your kits. Overall, it's insane uh, the amount possible. of signs. Yeah. Well, you know, because when I when I've done previous kits, I always think there's not enough because if you look at <laughs> these photographs, or you just drive down your street in your town, even though it's modern stuff, it's sign after mm -hmm. sign after sign after sign, and yeah. it's, you know, it just uh, and when it's not there, it's kind of missing. When you when you, when it's right, I think I added enough this time. Finally, <laughs> so. yeah, but you know what? You always. You your signs on your on your structures, and that's a, that's a tricky thing with kit building. We've seen we've seen buildings and built buildings, in fact, where the signage. We've talked about this on at nauseum uh, with you probably yeah. before, but you know yep. some signs on. Yeah, it, it depends on the type of paper. 
uh, the, how well it's printed. Your your signs are always printed nice. They're easy to use. Your selection of them, even the ones that aren't geared towards the actual building or the name of the building, the, the marquee sign or whatever. Um, the yeah. the the other product signs and things. They're always well selected and um, and they're very they're they're vivid enough to where you can weather them. I've weathered other signs from some kits and they've. They, it, right away, that some of the colors start to fade or or run, you know, and I imagine that yeah. can happen as well with with these as well. But it takes a little more to do that with, and it's it's just always you always had the the best selection of signs on on your kids. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, I mean but, the, the the when I see signs that have gone bad, it's because mm-hmm. people were either done in Microsoft Word, which you should never do, <laughs> right. you know, um, because you, typography is a actually very specific kind of scale mm-hmm. and you have to space the letters. You can't just type them out and you can't just choose, a, you know, Times Roman for every sign. And, you know, it's got to be <laughs> it's like everything else. It's like everything else in the building. It's got to be of the period. It's got to be the way they used it. And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's a thing. And, and the font. Making yeah. You really mix the yeah. fonts up. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just awesome. And you usually, when they come in a kit, now I imagine this will be the same. It has a sheet of signs on it you can just cut out. And um, yeah. and you've done that in the yeah. past. And I'm not going to lie to you. We, 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 don't, we would never encourage anybody to, uh, to do this. And, uh, uh, but what we do when we get it is we, we scan it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and should because if you make a mistake, you know. Yeah. 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 That happens yeah. to me. I've already made mistakes uh, with mm-hmm. with one of your sheets, like on yeah. one particular sign, like four or five times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. I'm swearing and throwing the thing in the trash. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah. It didn't work right, or something yeah. ran, or I put too much too much paint on, or you know, it's, and, and yeah. it's you know, it's really difficult to work with on on that scale. But um, yeah. and then the next thing you know, yeah, because you scanned it and you have now I got all these little itty bitty signs, like the Coke signs and things like that. But you always had the best, yeah. uh, uh, the best choices and some unique ones that are always put in there. And uh, but this looks like a ton of signage on this on this kit, so. Yeah, that's a bit. Uh, yeah, you know, the, it's like the number one email I get is, "Can I have another set of signs because I spilled uh, my paint, paint uh, <laughs> or something on it?" So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty common. So it's a good idea to copy them, right? You know, make a separate set. If you got a color printer, you know, just, yeah, just do it. Yeah, fill it. Right. Yeah. Just so you know. Um. Then and, and the the cool thing is here. It, it, once again, just like with all your other signs. You have a variation of types of signs. So you have the signs, mm-hmm. that, like on the front of the diner, the cafe sign. It's just, I love those ones that take up the whole wall. It reminds me a little bit of when you did one of your Kid of the Months of the Cigar Shop, which I think was one of your coolest ones ever. Um, but it had all the signs that took up, like, some of them took up, like, most of the wall, you know? Oh, yeah, it was um, a free kit, yeah. 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 Oh, that was a free kit. Okay, yes. Uh, that, yeah, that's yeah. that was uh that was awesome and um that, that was anyhow but it, this has that kind of in a way and then of course you have 
your billboards. And you got a different style billboard. The one with the automobile. That's it's uh that's that's unusual unusual. I haven't that's the first automobile billboard I've seen in one of your kits. Um I think. Though no, uh, is there one is there one that came uh, with that box that boxing ring. Yeah, on the boxing one. gym it says uh yep. it's for a Nash a Nash car, I think it was Yes, that was it. Yes. Yeah. Um and then you have the other one on top of the main structure uh that says what is that, Stotts, does that say? Stotts. Yep, and yep. and uh, that one's cool too because it has the the lettering that just pops. I mean, just like uh, I don't know what they call that. What do they call no. those kind of things? Is there uh, specific... it's just, just no, oh, okay. lettering? Jake Johnson would know. Jake Johnson would know. He has like all the terminology for all these things, but um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh my! And then the, the marquee uh, sign out on the road with the, it says "gas" uh, is a p- uh-huh. pretty cool thing. Is that is that a? Because uh, I see that's like a it's narrow at the top and more. Is that a piece of wood? What is that? It built. It goes up. So is that a the, resin? The, the, the three. Just the tall sign with the red. Yeah. Yeah. White letters. Yeah, that's a one. That whole thing is one piece printed. Oh, okay, cool. Very yeah, cool. Concrete foundation on the bottom, and uh, yeah, tiny little bolts to hold the plates under the concrete. And it's fun. Hey, hey, you know what? The, you know what? The three uh, D printer. Um, it's just a thought in my head now. You know, you're able to do these things, um, and and you mm-hmm. you specialize in signs and such. You know, like street, you know, when you go down like a city street and you have like the, the, the signs that hang, but they're made out of, you know, aluminum and whatever, and they're box shaped and they have like the, you know, mm-hmm. um, you could, you know, they're always, you could make them and, they, you know, using styrene and whatever else. And I've done that, but wow, mm-hmm. with a 3d printer, you could actually reproduce some on your own. Oh man, I didn't think about it. Those buggers <laughs> of something to try and build on your own, you know. But yeah. um, yeah. very yeah. cool, very cool. So, Brett, do you have any questions? No, I mean we've covered a ton. I I just want to ask Doug what through this whole process. Now you do this every year. Um, what is? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have two questions for you. It's two parts. First one is what was your favorite? challenge not just favorite part but what was your favorite challenge it could have been your most frustrating challenge but when you're finished you were like hey that i'm glad i went through this and did it um with this kit in particular the axle road kit Hmm. uh i guess it's the the gas station Um, like i said earlier i didn't i didn't have a plan for what what you see there until two weeks before i finished the bottle which is unusual because you know the whole process takes six months or five months and then uh, I was standing there like an idiot, not figuring, couldn't figure it out. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's very, it's very frustrating, especially when the clocks, the clocks ticking. Uh, <laughs> you know, usually this this kit should be released in the first week of July, so it was six weeks late, really. That's uh, not too bad. The, the, the usual schedule, <laughs> yeah. But uh, part of that is I spent the two months before that three D printing like a madman. Yeah. Um, so I kind of spent a lot of time, but. It helped anyway, so it was fine. I think we'll forgive um, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you, when I mean, you finish this... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. 
No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll remember. No, when you finish this kit, um, and then you release it, how long before you were done with it and you were ready to say, okay, show everybody what was that? How, uh, how much I, before that? Uh, so I, I put the last, I think that the last thing I always try to remember what's the last thing I did on this case. And it was like one of the newspapers on the street and it's like, okay, I get, I'm done. And uh, I took pictures of it immediately. It was, it was, it was on the website within three hours. Um, oh boy. Yeah, usually I just have to wait for the right weather so the clouds are nice and the sky is bright and the right time of day mm-hmm. to take pictures. So right. you know, you're just waiting for that, but it's not it's not very long. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I, th- I think I've also told you this in the past, too. Once I'm done with the kit, I don't want anything to do with it. I'm just going to get on the next thing. I don't even want to look at it. You know, I just I don't. <laughs> I'm tired. That's too funny. Uh, I can get that. I get that. You're just like you, you're. You don't even want to look at it. You're sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so. Uh, I just. I want to do the next thing. I'm excited about the next thing already. And right. The, you know, the time period between the next thing and this thing is unfortunately long because I got to produce them all, and you know, you can't just keep building. But that's. Right. Uh, you get a. Uh, short, uh, you get a short a short break, and then you're back at it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so gotta really be tough. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean it's it's a hobby when you're building the model and the diorama, but when you're doing the production, it's just a job, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so. Uh, now, when 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 you're doing these in the summer, and I know you got to this is this is your job, but when you um, yeah, it's nice out, and you're out. We've been to your place, and you got this. Yeah. Arm with the with the animals and the horses. We got to we got to, we got to see Diesel, you know, which was cool. But yeah. uh, and the horses, and it's just uh, you know, it's nice. It's so nice out. It's got to kill you to be inside <laughs> working like that with such a nice property. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it would drive yeah. me nuts. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, fortunately, I I, am, I will take a break and go out for ten minutes and go see the animals <laughs> and yeah, whatever. But. Uh, yeah, but yeah. sometimes it'll be a nice day, and then um, someone will tell me, "Oh, well, isn't it great today?" I was like, "Was it? I had no idea." You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, but it's, part of that's okay. It's okay because sometimes I just I don't want to stop modeling. I don't want to stop working on a design. I just you know, yeah. Um, I just want to keep going. But, yeah. I think a lot of us uh, builders feel that way as well. I mean, it's yeah. summertime. And I'll be in here in the summer, especially with this Atlas Gorge thing. I've been, I've been working all mm-hmm. summer. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's because I get in here and then I, I start feeling guilty because it's so yeah. nice out. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, at least we'll be out front in, in the yard working in the garden and stuff like that. And we're sitting mm-hmm. out in the patio and, you know, having a, having yeah. a cold, refreshing drink or something. And I'm in here at the yeah. workbench, and I'm like, I better go out there. And it, you, you know, it feels like you, you, you feel bad about it. So I get less done in the summer, obviously. Um, but yeah. uh, you know, it, with your in your case, you don't have that luxury where you can just say, hey, you know what, time out for a couple of days. You know? But yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I took I took uh, it was a Tuesday. I was in the shop, but I kind of worked on my layout for half the day because I hadn't been months and months. Uh-huh. I was like, you know what? I got, I got to take a break, <laughs> just, just for myself, you know, for three mm-hmm. hours. 
and I worked on my way out and was the best three hours of modeling I had in the time. There's <laughs> no pressure. It's not for work. It's not for a deadline. It's just for right. yourself. You got to do it. Right. So. Right. Definitely. Oh, my. So, uh, yeah. Brett, did you, have, you said you have another question for him? I mean, I don't have to go yeah, into that one. I, he kind of answered it in two parts. So... I was gonna say, oh, what, okay. what, do you, okay. what do you think of these when you're when you're finally done with them all? But you already kind of answered that one for me. Oh yeah, yeah, I want to, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I think I said this before too. I'm like a terrible father who wants nothing to do with his children. <laughs> you know, oh. <laughs> leave me alone. No, that's good though. It's no, healthy. But, you know, I, I'll go. It's it's from you know it's from staring at it literally eight hours a day for seven eight weeks. Yeah, you know, it's, it's natural to want to just like look away. So no, it's healthy. Um, you want to, you need to do it's, that. It's good. To, yeah, yeah, and it's good to keep the old models because you know you'll know yourselves or anyone who's modeling. Go back a year, go back five years. You're like, oh wow, I've gotten better. I've gotten better. So uh -huh. it's good to to have a keep the record of the history of your modeling and go backwards and yeah, um, you know what you thought was great then you did a cool little effect or weathering and it's like, oh wow, that's crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? But that's that's the whole point. You get better. The more you do it, yeah. just practice, practice. Every every single model really is kind of a failure because the next one's better. So Right. You know, right. Yeah, next to the layout next to the layout down there, we got a box with a whole mess of models that we built that we were like, ah, that don't look good there now anymore. It looked great at one time. <laughs> And now it doesn't. Yeah. Now it's in this cardboard box, and we're not going to get rid of yeah. it because it, it is cool to look back on them and go, "Oh, you know what? I, it is nice, but mm -hmm. you know, I can fix this up, and now yeah. I could take this yeah. and make this and, and work with things I've learned and try and make it look a little mm -hmm. better. So I'm saving this, you know. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah. and that, that's cool to be able to do that too. To say, mm -hmm. okay, here's yeah. a Here's something I did that didn't turn out so it, it when I did it. But now I'm looking at one. I'm like, eh, it's mm -hmm. not so great, you know. And, but I can, yeah. I can make it better. So yeah, and we've done that. We've done that yeah. on a few things already. But yeah, well, yeah. that's why I always ask myself. Imagine if you lived to be 300 years old, how good your modeling would be after 300 years <laughs> of building models. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or, or whatever it is you do, whatever it is you do in life, if you, you know, they, everyone always says you need ten thousand hours to be good at something. So yeah. imagine if you had so much more time, it would just, oh. it would just be, yeah, yeah, so, yeah incredible. So. <laughs> yeah. Now, the, yeah. um, in the past, we've, we we always you did some shows and things, and obviously the last couple of years, it's been difficult to do that. Is that something that you're looking to get back to or, or are you just happy right now just doing it the way you're doing it? Which is cool. Uh, you know, well, I'll be, yeah, I'll be doing the show in Springfield in Massachusetts in January. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It, it, that's the only show. That's the only show I do now. Um, right. You know, we don't do the expo anymore. So. Well, with, um, with it being, with it being, um, everything being online now and the way that mm -hmm. you can, the way you can work with things online. Um, and we've learned how new ways to do that too, as a result of what everybody's going yeah. through. Um, it, yeah. you know, it, it, it could be actually, uh, it can be done better, you know, that way, in a way. I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah. 
the, the expos we we've talked about the expos in the past and they're great because yeah. the clinics and stuff were were uh exceptionally cool because they you yeah. know they're unique and nobody else was doing something quite like that and um yeah. and, and you know at some point maybe somebody will pick up the ball and go with that but but um you know i love the fact that because everybody now can share their ideas and tricks and tips and and learn right on YouTube and we've all learned new ways social media wise and uh, to to put put product out there or or to make the hobby better for everybody and to see the the different work from people. Um, yeah, it, you don't necessarily have to drive all over the country and set up every weekend somewhere. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you know, you spend so much time getting ready for a show. <laughs> time, time, time is time. Of course, you you know this as you get older. Time is everything. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Absolutely. So the idea of spending weeks and weeks getting ready for shows right now to me is just kind of like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> do I want to do a lot? Yeah. I could do a lot in a week. Weekend. Right. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, well. So. Well. We're not going to hold you up. It's late tonight, and um, we had your. We're an hour and a half now. Yeah, but um, no, we'd like to get you on again here soon, and just talk about yeah. modeling itself, and yeah. uh, and, and do that because uh, we were going to do some of that tonight, but we we got really wrapped up with uh, yeah. with. Well, I think we still did talk a lot about modeling, but. Um, we love to just catch up and have you on. That's why we've had you on so many times, and Jason yeah, too, I'm for glad. that matter. But I'm so glad you guys are doing this show again. So this is great. This is we awesome. missed it. We really, truly did, and we missed all all of the uh, the people that were you know yeah. on we had on as guests, and and then of course our listeners, yep. and and it was just a matter of uh, some life things, and and uh, you know we we're, we got grandkids and kids and things like that. So, uh, and, and work and such. So you know how that works and you know, you have, yep. you have things to take care of. So, um, we are back to a place where we can, where we feel good about that. We didn't want to burn out. And, uh, yep. that was, that was what was happening a little bit, uh, that we were, it was every week and we're gotten away from that. We're going to do it every other week. Um, but it, it's hard to come up with content every week and go, Oh, what are we doing? Now? And I kind of was getting so tired of my is, dad a little bit. He was. <laughs> it was. It was starting to get a little nasty. If you gotta no, talk, you gotta talk with this guy yeah. for an hour and a half every week. Man, it just got to be like. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like uh, when you run a family business and you don't want to be with your family uh, on the holidays. No, I'm just kidding. Was right. it, it wasn't that at all. <laughs> so. I used to work with my. I used to work in my family's business with my dad and my brother and my mom, and uh, uh-huh. I, I grew up that way. And the first part of Brett's uh, childhood was part of that. Uh, as and, and we would go, you work together all day long, and then you get home, and then Dad would go, "Hey, why don't y'all come out here tonight? We could do this or have a cookout." And I'm like, "I, uh-huh. I, I, I really don't want to see you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really don't want to talk to my brother. You know, I mean, we're and, and we're close. We were we're we're all still really tight." Um, but it, it's, yeah, yeah, you know, we've not, Brett and I never really, really ran into that too much, uh, because, uh, you know, we shared this hobby together and, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's enjoyment for us. So it's not exactly work, but, 
But uh, yeah, but you know, you do get, you do sit down here, and you were like, eh, I don't want to really put. I, I, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. I got some other stuff I want to get done, and so it was a lot. So we 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 cut it back, and we're back to. We're glad to be back. We missed it. Yep. So. That's great. Good. For sure. All right. Well, sir, we until uh, another yeah. time. We will. Uh, we will uh, see you uh, on the show again here shortly, and uh, we will maybe the next time we can get you and Jason on together. We've done that in the past. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. 